This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. There are legends around here. Who died my G fucking king of the zombies? Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. Uh, my name is Isaiah, as always. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by Jesse from the Silver Screen Scream Show, and we're going to be talking about Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, continuing our Halloween retrospective series. How are you doing tonight, Jesse? Hi, Isaiah. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited. This is, um, as a lot of people know, this is like my favorite one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, but I am very excited to be here. I'm so glad that you asked me to come on for this one. So, yeah, definitely, it's it's my pleasure to have you on here. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see your thoughts versus my thoughts on it because, um, I I used to absolutely hate the movie. I don't hate it as much now, right. um, as much. So we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll get into all that here shortly. Uh, <laughs> before we do that, though, like, what have you been up to lately? Um, so, um, I have been, this month has been a really insane month for me. Um, I think the month of August has been like the most change I've had in my entire life. I lost my dad at the very beginning of the month yeah. and, uh, I went from that to, I went on vacation right after that I had already pre-planned back in February. And so I had this whole week of relaxation and like really got to like stayed away from my phone. Right. Yep. And then I came back and I jumped right into student teaching and I'm right now with first graders and honestly, help me, (laughs) (laughs) help me. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's a lot. And you know, but other than that, honestly, I love it. And I've just been super, super busy, honestly. So yeah, I don't feel like I have no free time, but I honestly love it, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> right. What, what is this free time you speak of? <laughs> I don't. What I was gonna say. I honestly, I, I don't even know what it's like anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. It's 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 wild to think about just having free time. I mean, it's I'm just being so busy, and I'm I'm sure you're just as busy, if not more busy oh, than I am. Yeah, it's it's really insane, and like I'm transitioning also between two jobs right now too to fit around my student teaching schedule, and it's like between that and just the change of all the changes this month. Um, yeah, I will find tell you this in my free time, the little amount that I do have, I got back into reading again because yeah. I love to read, so I just got back into reading and i am very proud of myself that i can find the time to be able to read i don't know what that is but anyways how have you been though uh pretty good uh like i said i've been super busy lately and it's it's been it's been nice just honestly even with being super busy it's it's kind of helped me keep focused on things whether it's you know being focused with my girlfriend or trying to Mm -hmm. see how i'm going to change up you know the podcast and whatnot um, right. just with the recent changes and everything and, and trying to work through this, this series and everything and trying to see what right. I want to do with it. So it, it, right. it's been a lot of work 
uh, mm-hmm. working my actual job, working with this, and then just spending time, you know, with her and oh, just doing I stuff. So I love it for you, though. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I'm here for it. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! <sighs> Anyways, but let me just ask: Are you how excited are you for the Halloween film? Oh my god! I can't fucking wait because I, I just I've I've already got planned out. I'm I'm going to see it three nights in a row. I'm going the uh, opening night. But Friday night and then probably Saturday night. Okay, but let me ask you this. We're knocking on wood here. But, like, what if you go and see it the first night and it's honestly, you're disappointed. Will you still go and see it, like, two more times? I probably will, but I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably be crying and dying on the inside. <laughs> You'll probably go the second time because you got to make sure it really was. Right. <laughs> honestly, I don't see it to be even anywhere near that. So I'm... I just, I'm excited. I'm so excited. So Same. I mean, between that and then you've also got like Candyman coming out this week. Uh, I seen that. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm mm. excited for that too. Oh gosh. That's a um, whole nother, whole nother conversation there. Right. <laughs> but there's, there's, there's a lot to get excited about with, with movies and whatnot. And cause then, you know, even moving into November, you've got like the new Ghostbusters movie coming out, which they just did like a, a, a test screening this week for it and i guess it was nothing but positive feedback good so that that got me super hopeful and yeah super excited to see it so yeah that's exciting because i know that that's one of those films that yeah (laughs) especially when you got the fan base you know yeah oh yeah i know well that's like twitter i mean with uh the upcoming spider-man film i mean Mm -hmm. everyone i mean i know we're getting off horror at this moment now but i'm just saying i mean i know what you mean because twitter was like running rampant just over the past couple days because they've been putting out teasers Mm -hmm. and everyone's losing their shit (laughs) oh for sure (laughs) and then they finally released the trailer and everybody's just like Super yeah. excited and hyped for it, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, it's about time right. they finally got a fucking trailer out, seeing as it's coming out in December. So, right, absolutely, absolutely. So, there's a lot of good movies coming out. Oh, for sure. And I, I mean, can't wait. I'm here for it. <laughs> I really am. It's it's. I've I've been wanting some good movies to come out into the theaters, and it's just like they've been waiting for so long now, yes. and just pushing everything off, and finally. Finally, they're coming, so. I know, I, and I feel like they're so deserve. like, we deserve it after the shitty-ass, like, year and a half we've been going through. Oh, fucking no doubt. I mean, <laughs> for sure, we, we need Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I know, Candyman, I'm probably going to end up having to see at home. Mm. But, I mean, at the same time. Is it... Coming out on HBO Max. Yes. Oh, thank God. Oh, (laughs) thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. All right. I was wondering, because sometimes, well, listen, I went, this is another off horror topic, but I went to watch the, uh, the film, the jungle something, the one with the rock in it that just came out. Yes. Jungle cruise. Thanking, thanking that it was on HBO Max. (laughs) Nope, it's on Disney. And I'm sorry, I already pay 14 some dollars for Disney Plus. Yep. I am not adding on another 20, 20 to 30 some dollars to watch an, a movie that I can wait for a month and a half. Like Cruella DeVille, I, Cruella, I waited all this time to watch it. It comes out, I think, in like two days. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do it. I refuse to do it. I'll suffer. I'll suffer. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous how much Disney charges yeah. that upfront 
cost on top of mm-hmm. what you pay for the fucking service exactly. just to see it yeah. opening day, you know, whereas mm-hmm. HBO Max, they've got it where they've got all their movies for Warner Brothers coming out same day mm-hmm. as theaters this year, and you don't have to pay anything extra. Right, I exactly. Mean, it's it's exactly. just dumb. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Disney's so big and so rich that they can just do whatever the fuck they want, and people are going to still give them money. It's, you know, people will. I'm telling you, people. It does not matter what they do. They could do the most horrendous ass stuff to people, and everyone's like, "I love you so much. Let me give you every bit of my money." <laughs> right. I mean, like honestly, that's how they are. I mean, I'm serious, but you know what? I love HBO Max for the fact that they give us like all those good juicy movies that you would think they wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They always give us the good ones. Always. Always. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 definitely it, it's definitely my favorite streaming platform. And it, it's not even because it was you know, it's owned by AT and T and because I used to work for AT and T. Nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's literally like like the quality of content there is fucking second to none. I mean Oh Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no doubt. I could go through there right now, pick out any type, any type, any movie you click on is a good movie. There's, I, I haven't found really one bad movie on there. Right. By the way, did I ever tell you that I finally, did you, I don't know if you've seen this. Um, did you know that I finally, I finally watched um, Trick or Treat for the first time? Really? Okay. Yes. I had never seen it. I watched it back in July. And when I was cat sitting, yeah, I said it, cat sitting. <laughs> I, I did. I watched it while I was cat sitting, and I loved it. Awesome. Loved that movie. That's like one of my go-tos for watching during the Halloween season every year. I could watch it, yeah. I could watch it, honestly, anytime. Anytime I could watch that film. So I really liked it a lot. What was your favorite uh segment out of that okay so my favorite segment out of trick-or-treat i mean i feel like you're already gonna know what i'm gonna say (laughs) i really loved what was her name was it tara no no what was the little girl the little witch's name oh shit um oh cc's gonna slit throats (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna because i know for a fact that's like her favorite oh my gosh kyle is too oh my gosh anyways the it was the children's sequence Okay. Um, I liked theirs um a lot, and I also liked the werewolf yes. sequence. That was pretty cool. The werewolf I, I sequence was my favorite. Right. I didn't realize. I forgot what her real life name is, but it, the girl who plays Rogue in the original X Men film, Anna Paquin. Thank you. Um, I didn't realize she was in the film, and so you know, of course, when I seen her, I was because I love her, but I instantly was like, oh, oh gosh, it's gonna be good. Okay, all yep. right. I didn't realize it was going to be as gory and in your face as it was. Oh, right. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. But overall, it was a movie. I will. I could definitely rewatch that. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's definitely one of those movies like each of the because like a lot of times when you get those anthology movies, mm. most of the time you're going to have segments that are kind of sucky, you know, to go mm. along with the good ones. But like this one, I don't think there was one bad segment out of any of them. No. You know what it reminded me of? It kind of reminded me of All Hallows Eve. Yeah, yeah. Um, In a way, I mean, it was a little bit more, I feel like um, Trick, or Treat, Trick or Treat was more a little family-oriented, but not really. But I feel <laughs> like All Hallows Eve, like, it was obviously like, didn't give a shit <laughs> right and honestly i mean all hallows eve gave us art the clown so i mean right it's exactly so good so, just because of that 
Right. Absolutely. So, but yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. I actually despise anthology films, anthology okay. series. Like, uh, for instance, the New American Horror Stories. Haven't watched them because I have this thing. Like, I watched this show on, um, what was that? What was it? Shudder. I think it was Channel Zero. Was that okay. what it was called? Yep. Okay. So I watched it and I just noticed that first thing first, it was an anthology. And I thought, oh, God, I hate anthology. Like, you know what I mean? But right. honestly, I mean, it was it was good. I loved it. I loved it. So some of them, you know, stand out for me, but others I'm just kind of like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the anthology things can be very hit and miss. And right. a right. lot of times more misses than hits. So right right and i know that like for instance like and no and there's no doubt that i mean i will definitely watch the american horror stories at some point i always do but i know that um oh shit i had his name in my head the creator well ryan Ryan murphy thank you ryan murphy he is i don't know what my deal is tonight with names have you noticed that like i'm sitting up here like (laughs) what's their name and here you are like instantly you know it you know what i mean but um ron murphy yeah um Ryan Murphy is kind of, I love Ryan Murphy. I love his vision on most of his work, but Mm -hmm. Ryan Murphy is a very big hit or miss kind of person. Either he's creating something that you're going to fucking love or he's creating something you're going to fucking hate. And that's, that's my relationship with American Horror Story. Either I like the the seasons or I hate them. Right. Me too. Me too. And there's, I, out of all of them, there's probably a handful that I do like, and I hate to say that, but it's true for me at least, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't think I've liked any of the seasons outside of the first four. Okay, interesting, because I liked the first th- two, not three. I did not like number three. I okay. liked the first two, but I didn't really start getting more into them until after, from season five on. Okay. Isn't that weird? That is, I mean, it's not terribly weird. Okay, so, right. like, um, when you think of, like, uh, so l- let me backtrack a little bit. So I, I love the first three. Like, mm-hmm. everything about the first three seasons I loved. Um, Freak Show I liked up until the end. I didn't care for the end of that. Um, that's interesting because that's the only episode I actually liked in the entire series. Oh, really? Okay. See, or the entire season. Isn't that weird? It, it was, though. It I love. So weird. I, I know it's awful. Like, that entire episode when it made you want to, like, punch walls. But... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> especially that the, the circus scene but i mean yeah go on i'm sorry but yeah uh yeah so then the like uh the roanoke season i like the first half of that when they were doing mm-hmm. the like the whole documentary side of things but then when they went to their like the reality tv side of things in the second half that that, that completely lost me after that because I, right. I like what they were building up in that first half of it but the second half yeah. Uh, so it made me hate that whole season because of that because they had such good potential for it and then they fucking squandered it you know what's weird speaking of anthologies and like this really isn't okay how can i say this this it's somewhat anthology because it's different stories each film but it's like this revolves around the same like story which is um the fear street series okay yeah i oh my gosh isaiah let me just say this on the record that is probably the best series of horror films i have seen as far as slashers go i mean i genuinely i couldn't tell you 
I couldn't tell you the last. I mean, those were so good. Whoever it was that wrote, oh, I know who wrote it, but whoever directed and everything, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, like 19, what was it? 1978, Yep, I think. I mean, oh my God. I couldn't have asked for anything else. You know what I did have a problem with? The only thing I had to complain about was the fact that I felt like you had to literally turn your brightness up on your TV in order to see the damn screen. Right. <laughs> That was it. That was the only thing. But. Yeah, I, I I highly enjoyed the Fear Street series. Um, yeah. Do I think things could have been better with it? Yeah, but overall, mm-hmm. I mean, it was very entertaining. It did its job. It, mm-hmm. it told a great story, and honestly, I felt that they got better with each one. Yeah, which one was your favorite? The last one, the 1666. Okay. yeah. Everyone, that's the ongoing consensus I'm getting. I I liked the last one. I did. It's probably second to my I, 1978. Just done something to me. I mean, I don't know. That gave me like everything I was looking for. Right. I don't know what. Yeah, and I, I love that one obviously because the callbacks to Friday the 13th and everything. You know, right. I love the right. look of the killer because they went with kind of the the reboot just, before hockey mask Friday the 13th look. You know, yeah, which I loved. I loved yes. that look. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I but there was something with 1666 just because mm-hmm. it kind of felt like the witch in, in and a the lot village. of ways. Yep. Did you get the village feeling out of it? Because I, I did. did. <laughs> I sure did. And then um, the fact that they brought it back to present time or, you know, 1994. Right. Um, it, it, I, I like how they kind of brought it back around and kind of finished out the story and rounded everything out. Right. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But yeah, so but oh, yeah, overall, I mean, yeah, good series, definitely. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Anyways, are we ready to talk some Halloween five? Oh, yes. I, I for honestly, we literally got onto this tangent. <laughs> <laughs> and I've honestly been here for it, don't get me wrong. I totally forgot we were about to talk about Halloween five. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, yes. Of course, I'm always here to talk Halloween 5. I didn't even have to pull up notes for this. I didn't have to do anything. Whatever you want to know, I got it. Like, this is my film, okay? I can't help it. All right, we're going to so. we're going to test that then. Oh gosh, okay. All <laughs> I'm right. Just kidding. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm pulling up my IMDb right now. <laughs> just in case. Oh my gosh. Anyways. I love it. All right, well, while you're doing that, let's take a look at Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. You sense something? Tell me what you know. I pray that he will burn in hell, but in my heart, I knew that hell would not have Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. So Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers was released on October 13th, 1989. It was directed by Dominique Othenen-Gerard. One thing of note with regards to this director, kind of like uh, with the director of Part 4, uh, before this is he didn't really kind of do anything of note movie wise did a lot of tv after uh directing this so that seems to be kind of a a theme here is <laughs> is they do a lot of tv after doing these halloween movies so yeah but <laughs> yeah. i mean i don't really know 
I think it. I think it speaks for itself. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, right. Oh my gosh. Oh Anyways. shit! I love it. It's so good. <laughs> so, um, for the cast for this movie, coming back obviously is Donald Pleasance as Doctor Loomis, and one thing that we've been kind of talking about a little bit, uh, Jesse, with Doctor Loomis is kind of like how he's got this overarching story of how he just becomes more and more crazy as the movies go on yeah he does he becomes like extremely obsessed and i know and i I don't know if you're going to mention it or not but i feel by this film his scarring has become a little bit insane yeah (laughs) me on his face like they the makeup department definitely i feel like they took 15 minutes and said okay go ahead right right it looked pretty bad and it looks so different in like every scene yeah. Like, there was no continuity when it came to the makeup, it seemed like, <laughs> with his makeup. Absolutely in not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Which is sad, because it was K&B that did the makeup for the movie. and yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, it's, I, it's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, Donald Pleasance is obviously back. Daniel Harris is back as Jamie Lloyd in her second go-around with this. We've got Ellie Cornell back as Rachel, even though she's hardly in the movie. Um, we've got Bo Starr back as Sheriff Meeker. Uh, we've got Tamara Glenn and finally Wendy Kaplan. Oh Thanks, yeah! <laughs> Sorry, I just love her so much. Like I'm her biggest. <laughs> I kind of figured that was coming. I love I'm it. I'm sorry. I just, I just. Oh my gosh! I'm telling you right now. If she ever reached out to me, or if I just reached out to her and then she reached out back, I would probably faint. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like that's how much in love with this character because I see myself so much in this character. Yeah, it's just beyond. <laughs> oh, anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. I love it. So we've also had kind of a a thing going on with the Halloween movies where it seems like their budget is right around $5 million right. with the, a lot of the sequels, but progressively it gets less and less how much they gross worldwide. So, right. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I believe if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but is this not the least, is this not the one that grossed the least amount at the box office? I'm pretty sure. I, I do believe so. Um, yeah. I, I thought I saw something about that because yeah, this this only grossed worldwide about a little over eleven and a half million dollars, which right. they, that means they didn't make hardly any money if you take into right. uh, effect because that that five million is just to to make the movie. That doesn't include right. any of like the uh, cost for marketing or anything like that. So yeah. right, right, absolutely. They didn't make fuck all with this movie. <laughs> no, no. They were like, here you go. But see, this is what happens when instead of taking at least two years to work on a film or maybe even three years, they said, oh, let's just go straight into it and start working on a number on a number five. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And do it a, one year exactly later. I mean, this it doesn't give anybody any time. So hello. You know, yeah. So this this was a a, a kind of a troubled um, production to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it? Yeah. I mean, listen, there is uh, footage of actual like you, and usually you can watch it on like the documentaries of Halloween the series and things like that. There is um, actual footage of you can even go on YouTube and of the making of this film and it's like somebody took or walked around with a camcorder and recorded like every backstage sequence i mean there was a lot of partying a lot of drugs a Mm -hmm. lot of craziness going on um yeah 
Okay, yeah. continue. Sorry, I just had to add that in there. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that's that's good because yeah. uh, it, yeah. it was kind of just a clusterfuck with this movie. Um, right. Donald Pleasance also was very vocal about his dissatisfaction with the story and kind of the way um, the director was handling it and um, especially with like his character because he felt that he was becoming too like heavy and overbearing um, is how he put it. And right. also because they weren't um, going off of kind of that shock ending at the end of part four when Jamie is revealed to have attacked her step or yeah her, her um, adoptive mother, right? You know, uh, in the same vein that Michael attacked and killed her sister in in the first movie. So because they weren't going to capitalize on that, that really kind of like Donald Pleasance was not happy because they're making all the wrong moves with regards to to making this movie. So. And on top of that, uh, Donald Pleasance was actually only there for the first two weeks of filming because he had already made another film commitment um, that he had to leave for immediately after because this was all kind of rushed. I mean, obviously, because it came out oh, a year later, you know. Absolutely. I'm looking right now at the filming dates. They filmed this from May 1st to June of 1989, so that's 30 days, which is right around normal. Usually, I mean, 90 days, I think, is like yeah. the max I've ever seen. But I noticed that um, they did it all in State Lo- Salt Lake City, Utah, yep. and around Salt Lake City, Utah. And, I mean, right then in itself, because June, that's, what is that, August, September, it was released October 13th. That's yep. two and a half months, All that's all they had to edit. Which is fucking, like, wild. Because, I mean, you didn't have digital editing back then. It no. Was, it was all uh-uh. cut in actual film and, you know, splicing it together. Right, so absolutely. Th- that's fucking wild that they were able to do that in two and a half months, because, I mean, yeah, granted, it's, I wouldn't say it's a good film. <laughs> but I mean, How dare you? <laughs> but does it tell a story? Kind of. Is yeah. it an hour and a half long? Yes. <laughs> so it's it is a film, you know. <laughs> and they they did it their job and they got it done. But yeah, I agree. They should have taken two years to make it and not try to do it the year after just to try to capitalize and make money, you know. Right. Because they right. ultimately ended up not making money because of that. Right. And. Right. The, let, let, let me just kind of touch on the two main things that really irk me with this movie, okay? okay. So, number one is the mask, um, which, granted, the reason why they had to go with a different mask was because, uh, actually, Don Shanks, who played Michael Myers in the movie, was actually originally supposed to wear the same one that George P. Wilbur wore in Part 4. But, um, you know, to kind of uh, maintain the consistency, but... His head was too fucking big for that mask, so he couldn't fucking fit in the mask. So. Right, absolutely, absolutely. But oh, my God. why in the hell they decided to make this alien-looking, oversized fucking mask for him uh, is beyond me. I mean... Okay, I mean, I'm, I don't have much to comment on this because I feel like I don't need to. I feel like everyone anywhere always has something to say about that because it's awful. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't... I don't get it. I, I mean, you know what? Like, I'm not saying the part four's mask was like the best. I'm not saying that right. at all. But I'll take that one over this one any day. This what I will agree. This was the worst Michael Myers mask. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Hands down. Um. So th- yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for me is is that fucking mask because you have to see it all the time and it, it, I'm like, <laughs> this is not Michael Myers. That does not. That is not how Michael Myers looks. Right, and then the other thing is the fucking house because they uh, 
they tried to find a Victorian house that looks similar to Hollow the the regular the the actual Myers house in the first movie in the second movie, but because obviously they're trying to rush production and everything, they couldn't find one. So what was their decision? Oh, let's find a fucking house that had a big enough rooms and wide enough hallways and an attic and a basement so we can shoot all these fucking things that we want to shoot. Who the fuck cares if what the fuck it looks like? It doesn't have to look anything like it as long as it's got the shit that we want to try to get this film done as quickly as possible. Uh, yeah, and can we, I mean, can we just talk about the fact that um, <laughs> that it's a Victorian style? <laughs> yeah. It's... I don't get it. I do not, and for the life of me, get. I never will understand that 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 right there. Who in whose mind said, "Hey, let's take this regular white white two story house, right? Just your average looking house, okay, which you could find in any suburb, and say, yes. hey, let's create.'" <laughs> a bigger one and make it look like a Victorian style house and nothing like any of the other films. Who? I mean, I don't get it. It just, it just blows my mind that they could not find something that looks similar to what they had in the first two movies. When, like you said, you could find that fucking house in any fucking suburb or even something just super similar. Like it yeah. doesn't have to look exactly like that, but the the fact that they couldn't find one tells me that they didn't actually try to look, you know, right? Because there's if they would have actually looked and looked in some of these suburbs of Salt Lake, I'm sure they could have found one, but I guarantee you they didn't. They maybe looked a little bit, but they just decided, oh, we're gonna do whatever you know makes it easier. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I absolutely, I just. I I don't even know. I don't even know. Well, right here on the trivia, I was just I just noticed this about the house. It says that they were unable to find a small Victorian house like the Myers house in Halloween 78. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't believe that my original Myers house was a Victorian style. I mean, if it was, then I must have a really bad definition for what Victorian home <laughs> looks like. It says the filmmakers chose a bigger, more mansion-like house because they needed a house that could provide wide rooms, hallways, an attic, and a basement, and a laundry chute. Excuse me? Right. No! No! <laughs> no! I, you know, here, here's what I think they thought. I think in their mind, they thought, oh, well, this movie probably won't do that good so maybe nobody in 30 plus years from now will ever make a deal big deal about this because maybe not that many people will have seen it you know what i mean right and well, <laughs> it's like well you, guess what motherfucker guess what here we are august 25th of 2020 <laughs> talking about it <laughs> fuck i love it oh my gosh so anyways okay <laughs> <laughs> so those those are my two biggest gripes with, with this movie. An, another right. one that's kind of a, a more minor gripe is the fact that they killed off Rachel so early in the movie. And they did, and that bothers me. That you know, it's it, here's my thing. It name another slasher film of that time period, and there might be. I don't know in my mind, but explain to me how in killing the main character of the entire fourth film on, which is kind of in a way the new Laurie Strode character. Okay. Yep. 
and killing her off 20 some minutes into the film and taking the supporting character tina and pushing her right up to the leading per- leading character of the film for the mm. rest of the film because that's all you ever see aside from jamie right you know what i mean and and donald pleasance so my thing is I mean, do I think the idea, maybe I think in their mind they thought, oh, this might be a very original idea because not a lot of horror films do this. They usually have one final girl. And how interesting would it be to kill off the final girl and then create a new final girl? But joke's on you. There is no final girl because the only final girl there is is Jamie, who's the, you know what I mean? In my mind, that's how I'm rationalizing it. But I agree with you. Totally, totally, I don't think she should have died that early in the film. Absolutely not. I mean, I, I, I understand Mustafa Akkad's kind of thinking originally because uh, he originally wanted to kind of just show that nobody was safe. But even him, he said that's his biggest regret of that film um, yeah. was killing off that character because it's it was it was stupid, honestly, is what it comes down to. It was a stupid decision. It was. And can, imagine the angle of the film if she had not died. Mm-hmm. So different i mean completely different i don't know if it would have made it better i think i would like to think it would have because i enjoyed her character in the fourth film um and the 20 minute 20 some minutes we got you know in the fifth film um you know but they made her almost very dumb in the fifth film they did and not only that but i know i remember hearing the the originally way they wanted to kill her you know, it was a way that she didn't want, like the actual actress, Ellie Cornell, didn't want to happen because she felt it was a lot really intense. Yeah. Which I guess at the time, you know, having scissors, you know, jab through your neck and or down your throat or something probably would have been in 1989. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go ahead and assume, yeah, probably would have been. But I mean, I just, I'm sorry. I you you can't tell me in the fourth film you go through a whole damn house, scale a rooftop, fall off a twenty some store, a twenty some what store? Not twenty some stories, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. A big ass house. There we go. Fall off of that, able to get up, you know, and deal with all of the shit you had to deal with for the next thirty damn minutes of the film. And you telling me because you weren't looking in the right direction, you have to turn around and get stabbed in the damn neck? Excuse mm-hmm. me. No, hell no, 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 that's just not right. I'm sorry, that's just not right. If I ever get the, if I ever, if I ever win the lottery and I am able to redo any fucking film, you know what, I ain't going to redo this film. I'm going to make a new film and literally just have Ellie Cornell act in it and give her the satisfaction that she deserves for this film. Right? <laughs> I'm just going to like make up for this, for somebody else's lacking or something. I, love I don't it. know. I don't know. It's, it's so good <laughs> it's so good i'm sorry i just can't help it i just i mean do you see what i'm saying here how do you oh, go yeah how do you go from all that and then hello stabbing in the neck and you're dead excuse me and you don't and you know what's so sad we don't even get a really we get to see it for a hot maybe what two seconds yeah and then it cuts straight over to jamie and i'm like excuse me at least with tina you got a whole 10 minute running running scene or chase scene you know yep. what i'm saying even if you can't see the damn, pl- damn, <laughs> they're doing it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I mean, uh, no, it's, it's good points. It, it really uh, is because they, okay. it's just now. kind of everything, everything with this movie. It's just like they made wrong decisions with almost everything in the movie. I mean, other than like the casting with like Tina was perfect. I I thought that was 
that was a really good choice with Wendy Kaplan. They did. They did. The uh, um, uh, interesting trivia on that. Um, when they screened this film, a lot of people clapped <laughs> when she died because the character of Tina just annoyed the fuck out of people. <laughs> so when she died, like their premiering of it, they actually cl- applauded while she was in the theater watching it <laughs> because they were so excited that our character died. I mean, listen, you know, original character. Yes. Out, did she stand out? Yes, she does stand out. I mean, you can't help it. She's annoying as shit. I mean, and, and we all have a friend that's like that. We all yeah. have that one friend. Unfortunately for my friends, <laughs> I am I am their Tina. Because, and I think that's why she stuck with me, like, so long. And I think that's why this character sticks out so much for me. Because I think out of all other characters in a bunch of other horror films I've seen, this is probably the character I most relate myself to. Sure. Because she just doesn't give a shit. And she ain't afraid. Of, I mean, hello, she drove in, rode in a car. I mean, she didn't know at the time, but she rode in a car with the damn seal, serial killer right. for like the whole thing, kissed him on the lips and everything. And by the way, speaking of stupid moments, Michael Myers would never have let her get out to go buy a pack of fucking cigarettes. I'm sorry. Excuse no. me. <laughs> no, no, no. Excuse me, Mike, going to buy a pack of smokes real quick. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's another one of those stupid choices, okay? But it, whatever. It, it is. It, it is. And then this movie's full of them. <laughs> right. I mean, you know. And, you know, interestingly enough, she really didn't do much after. Like, the actual actress herself yeah. really didn't do a whole lot after this. Um, I know. I think now. She, I follow her on well, everything, but <laughs> she's now kind of settled into mom life and she does a lot of independent work, like a lot of independent films, okay. like low budget fan films. She does some of that actually Tamara Glenn, who plays Sam in this film, she actually was in a um uh, a Friday the Thirteenth fan film that just recently came out, actually. Oh really? Um yeah, um it just recently came out. I can't remember I can't remember what it, the name of it was. But anyways, I I'm actually gonna look it up while while you're uh while we're talking about this because I just I thought about that and I thought oh he would really like to know that oh okay here it is uh she actually done she's actually done a bunch of films actually she plays in Terrifier too um as the shopping mother so a lot of a lot of horror films but get this so before all these films that she just started doing I mean, she hadn't really done anything since mm-hmm. the early nineties. So and then all of a sudden boom like you should see all her all her list of films that she's filming right now. So she must have just decided, "Hey, I'm coming out of retirement and doing a bunch of fucking horror films or something." Right. Anyways, she played in Friday the 13th: Vengeance 2 Bloodlines, which uh oh, is in productions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's the new one that they're filming currently. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty cool and she has a I'm, th- I'm pretty sure Laura, well she plays the character of Lauren. I think pretty sure that's yeah, she's a main cast character, so yeah, that's pretty cool. That's so awesome. Good for her, I guess. Um, so anyways, a little tangent there. But um, <laughs> all right, I'll let you go. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just had a couple uh, little trivia things. Um, then, yeah. you know, just kind of reading it, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't notice that. So mm-hmm. this is actually the last film in the series to feature a pumpkin in the opening credits before Halloween 2018. And I didn't even realize that until... Um, I read that because now that I think it back, none of them from uh, six all the way through the Rob Zombie movies have that in any of the openings. Interesting. Okay. 
which I thought was really weird because every single movie up up through five had the pumpkin and in, in somewhere in the opening, you know, credits somewhere. So I I, I thought that was great. Um, right. The uh, the other thing was the scene where they're driving in the car and Michael's obviously wearing the other mask. Um, originally, I guess that was supposed to be a Ronald Reagan mask, but they didn't want to have the political subtext, so they had it altered. Correct. So, mm-hmm. but I can totally see that kind of resembling a. a a Ronald Reagan mask now. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's interesting to think of because, and this just goes back to those little annoyances that should have never happened. The whole men in black sequence they did in this film yep. that led us to the atrocity that was the curse. <laughs> I mean, the only thing good about that film was Paul Rudd, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. Mm. I'm just saying that this I don't, I never, I did not like that. I don't think they needed that. I think it should have been a cut and dry kind of thing. I think Mm -hmm. if they would have went with just a regular type of ending, like, you know, she, she lives, she goes crazy. I don't know, whatever, what the case may be, just something normal. I don't think they had to add all that spiritual friggin' heritage bullshit with the cult thing. I don't feel like it needed to be done like that, but that's just me. Anyway. No, I, 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 I agree to an extent. I There are th- certain aspects that I do like with regards to the whole Thorn thing. and um, it's But it's it gets so convoluted is, is number one because it, it just gets to be too much. It does. And it does. It does. They kind of wrote themselves into a fucking corner um, well, when it comes and to, that's the, towards yeah. Curse. Right. Know? Right. Um, right. But back to the man in black thing really quick is uh, the last thing I had for kind of a little trivia is that Don Shanks actually also played the man in black in most oh. of the scenes. So because they, they didn't have any idea who the character was going to be in the movie, which is another telling sign that they didn't really know what they're oh, fucking doing God. with this movie. <laughs> so, OK, where are the writers at on this film other than like the care? OK, so we John aside from John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, I'm looking at Michael Jacobs. Oh, look, the director was also a writer. How interesting. And Shim <laughs> Bitterman. OK, I got to look at these people's works because there's there has to be. Okay, well, one of them never worked again. There's literally nothing <laughs> on here until literally the, it's something that's in development and post-production. Moving back. Okay, how about the last one? Shim Bitterman. I better see something on here. Oh, interesting. Hasn't worked since 2009. What do you know? Okay, well, um, not much to be said there. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, again, I think we got exactly. What we intended to get. I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, my gosh. It, it's it's just, you know, kind of going back to the Thorn thing, because this is obviously where they start really introducing that. Cause, um, and they if they would have never had the Man in Black, um, you know, that wouldn't have kind of opened up the whole cult discussion, really. Because you've got this mysterious person that's working with Michael, and... It, it just, it wasn't needed, number one. Um, I mean, honestly, just having him is enough. And kind of the whole family story line that's going on, that's enough. This is kind of the start where they're adding things just to add things. And they really didn't need to. It's just bad writing. Right. It's like right. there's just too much shit going on. Right, absolutely. I mean, I, listen, I... There is a lot going on in this film. Again, there's a lot wrong with this film. It is, listen, if you are a 
Halloween fan, you are going to find it entertaining. I mm-hmm. would all say, I think that you're going to be annoyed. If you can't really, how can I say this? If you watch the Halloween, if for someone who hasn't watched the Halloween films, if you were going to watch them in this timeline, which, you know, is obviously one, two, four, five, six, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. That's that timeline. If you were going to watch that timeline, you're probably going to get pissed off now. And then you go to watch the second timeline you're going to be like, oh, okay. And then you watch the third timeline, which is the correct one, which is the one that we are on now, like living right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to look back and be like, you yeah, know, that first fucking original timeline that they had going is really fucked up. <laughs> it really <laughs> like, is. I mean, that's that, because honestly, the curse, it didn't end the way, sadly, it didn't, we didn't know it at the time until h2o came out obviously um but we realized very quickly i think that that wasn't it you know what i mean yeah it was kind of like uh friday the 13th you know the jason goes to hell thing oh for sure is that yeah mm, it's... that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation too <laughs> right i mean honestly the fact that they had to keep almost rebooting this franchise and having different continuities yeah. is really telling of how shitty they were starting to get in in the fact that they had to like, okay, we need to do something different here because this isn't, isn't working anymore. So it's understandable, especially after Curse, yeah. where they, they're like, okay, we need to yeah. simplify this shit, number one. So right. they forget Absolutely. four, five, and six and just go off of one and two. And yeah. then H2O and then Resurrection. But obviously, Resurrection was a steaming pile of shit as well. What? What one? <laughs> Resurrection. What one? We don't count that one. <laughs> we do not count that one. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I mean, okay, let me just say this. Halloween 5, it is pr- not the best Halloween film. I know that, okay? Yep. It's my it's my favorite. That's my opinion, obviously. But let me just tell you, it is damn be- well better than Halloween Resurrection. I am so sorry. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that film was trash. Oh, it was. God. The one thing I will give Halloween Resurrection is what? outside of the first two movies, it's mm-hmm. the only one to actually get the Myers house correct. Yes. Okay. All right. You're right. I will give it that too. Absolutely. Thank you for pointing that out. But I'm telling you right now, I mean, I just, I, just, I can't. That's a whole other topic. And here's the thing. H, that timeline... I that's an ideal timeline. I mm-hmm. love that idea of that timeline. One, two, H two O, and then if they would have done resurrection properly, yep. And you know, again, just oh gosh, even you know, it's sad when Jamie Lee Curtis herself sits there and says, "Yeah, I had to do that film. I didn't want to do it, but I was already obligated to do it." Yeah. I mean, that what does that say? Right there tells you, you know. Um, and honestly, though, like to speak to the new you know, continuity and stuff like that. I mean, just to the new timeline that we're going in. Um, I don't have an issue. I love it. It's the best one. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, I for think sure. this is going to be the best one. The only thing I wish, and I think I'm going to get my answers, Isaiah. I really think so. This is off of Halloween 5, but I have to tell you this because I've been dying to tell somebody. I think I'm going to get my answers because I, the only issue I've been having with this new timeline is I really love Halloween 2. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. And I was so hurt that they did not include that in, because it, here's my thing. It happens all in the same night as the first film. Yep. So 
it really bothered me. Like, okay, that does, I understand you all didn't want to do the brother and sister thing. I get that. But like, there's ways you could have wrote around that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I just felt like they needed to add that. Here's my thing. Because if you go based off of the first film, I need to see them catch him. I need to see flashback sequences. I need, I need some, like, I need, there's a lot of loose strings that I need tied back together. Yep for me to like feel complete with this timeline. And I think I've heard, I've seen a little bit. I think I'm going to get that. So we'll see if not, you'll hear me bitching about this the next time we're together. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive. We're going to get that. And I hope. Yeah. I've, I've seen pictures that they've, they've redid the Myers house too. So that's going to be featured in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's back in time or like, present time i don't know but the fact that we're getting the myers house in the new movie got me excited the fact that they're talking dr loomis might even show up in the movie Ooh, is... ooh, like ooh, like a whitney houston hologram kind of thing oh something yes please uh, oh my god give it what if what would you do if tina just showed up out of nowhere hey guys i'm still alive <laughs> i would die i'd be like what <laughs> I love it. I mean, honestly, though, did you know, by the way, I didn't know if you knew this off topic, but did you know Jimmy, who plays in Halloween 2, is actually the main character in Jaws 4, The Revenge? Yeah. What? Okay, let me just say, did not know that. Okay. And as you know, Jaws 4 is my favorite Jaws film, but that... (laughs) (laughs) The Revenge. (laughs) I mean, I have no taste, okay, clearly, because, again, here's another 0% rating. Whatever, I don't care. I love that. Hey, I love bad movies, so I I, I get it. (laughs) Right. It's fine. It's fine. But I just need, I didn't know if you knew that he, you know, they, he played in, I didn't know if you knew that, but, okay. All right, well, back to Halloween 5, now that I'm off my, what, third tangent of the night? (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. I love it, though. (laughs) Well, just to kind of wrap things up here, what are your kind of final thoughts with regards to the movie? Okay, so uh, final thoughts on this film. This is a, one of those films that I could go back and watch it any time of the year, which really, that's with any of the Halloween films, but this one in specific, because this, as a kid, this was the one that stood out the most to me. Again, I think a lot of it had to do with the character of Tina and my connection to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we all have connections to a specific character in a film that we really, really love. And I think for in the horror world, this was definitely my character. Um, I think the movie had a lot of fucking flaws. <laughs> oh, <for laughs> like sure. a whole pile of flaws. Um, I wish it wish it could have been different. Obviously, it wasn't. Um, but it's still one of those movies that I can go back in the middle of December or January and rewatch and be completely content. And uh, it just reminds me of my childhood and nostalgia. It's very nostalgic for me, even though okay. I was not even born when this film came out. I was born in 93. Um, but it's very nostalgic for me regardless, because I was a very young, like early horror lover, I guess you could say. Sure. You know? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I would definitely... I don't know. I definitely, it's just this, I don't know. This film is just my film. You know, I know it's not perfect, but I kind of like the fact that it's not perfect. Okay. So, yeah. I can definitely that's respect that. Yeah, that's my thoughts on it, for sure. So, my my kind of um, final thoughts for, with regards to the movie is that it's it's definitely got a lot of issues, for sure. At the same time, I still find myself watching it when I'm watching the other, when I'm watching, like, the first six Halloween movies. Every year, 
I still find myself watching every year. Even though it's not my favorite, it's not my it's not to the level of Jason Goes to Hell hate for it. So I will say that. Because, like, Jason Goes to Hell, I refuse to fucking watch. I, re- I don't even acknowledge that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> Which, honestly, as I, if we're really speaking here, and I know you, I know, I think you, I'm pretty sure you've told me before you enjoy this film, but I don't even acknowledge the fact that Jason X even exists. <laughs> That's a that's a dagger in the heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, here I am watching the new nightmare and saying it's a great film. <laughs> right. So I mean, again, you know, you can't always trust what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, it's it, it's got its issues. It's got its problems. It's it's not my favorite movie in the world. Um, but I, I still end up going back to it. I'm definitely watching more than I watch Resurrection or even Rob Zombie's H2 because that movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't do it! Oh, Don't do it! No! I've, I've got to rewatch that here in the next week or so. So yes, oh, I'm not looking I forward love, to that one. Listen, no, it's 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 fine. It's fine. You're gonna get through it. I promise. I, <laughs> I'll get through it. I'll struggle, but I will get through it. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay. All right. All right. I, I will appreciate that at least. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, with that being said, it's. It's I, I I don't hate the movie like I used to, but I still don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'll I, I'll watch it just to watch it with the other ones because it's kind of that story arc, is what gotcha. I'm basically trying to say. Right. Okay. Now, if I were to rate this movie out of five, I would probably go one and a half out of five. Gotcha. Um, just because of that, because I can watch it, I can get through it. I might not necessarily enjoy it. But I, I like I said, I, I kind of like the Thorn storyline. It just got too convoluted. It so did. It did. It did. That's that's kind of the issue with it for me. So I can get through it. I I can enjoy while I'm watching it because I enjoy watching the Halloween movies because I love the Michael Myers character and all that. So gotcha. So yeah, for me it'd be one out of five. One and a half Definitely. out of five. Okay. Uh, that's and honestly, I know I don't. I, I know you're probably thinking, oh, he's definitely going to rate this high. But let me just say. I will definitely rate this honestly. I will probably honestly give this film a two out of five and I'll only give it a one based on the film itself. And the two is only because of Tina. So, um, I, because like you said, yeah, this movie, it's one of those films you definitely can get through and you still find yourself watching it. And it's in some ways entertaining and, uh, other ways it's just completely annoys the shit out of you because you spend the entire time pointing out everything wrong with it right um but you know if you're like of course me being me my favorite characters in the film so i'm literally only focused on her scenes clearly but i mean you know i definitely agree it's not the best at all (laughs) (laughs) but it's one of those that uh brings back a lot of nostalgic feelings so but i will be honest though with the rating and it's definitely it's definitely probably a two out of five for me okay yeah perfect well I'm here for that. And we would also love to know what you guys think as well. You can always reach out through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode talking about Halloween 5. Uh, We've been talking the Halloween series, and we're going to finish up reviewing Halloween Kills once that comes out in October. So I'm super, super excited for that. And then ending with a ranking of all the Halloween films, as I said, including Halloween Kills. So... Working towards that. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna, you'll get it. Don't worry. I, I'm, I'm trucking through. 
<laughs> I'm tell you what. Um, before we go, is there anything you, you want to plug with regards to your show or anything like that? Oh, sure. Okay, so as you guys know, what you guys heard at the beginning of this of this show, um, I definitely, the last month has been a lot for me. So as far as um, uploading and uh, getting my you know creative outlet really out there for everyone um unfortunately i have not been able to but something is in the works don't worry i'm gonna i'm getting back on track slowly and i appreciate everyone who's really sticking with me everyone's been super supportive um but yes if you guys do want to reach out uh, i am on twitter that's mainly where we are active now um at the scream show pod or you can reach me on my own which is i'm jesse austin and uh yeah i'm always tweeting stupid shit most of the time (laughs) or retweeting stupid shit whichever so anyways <laughs> awesome well jesse i do want to thank you for being on uh with this episode this was a lot of fun i i, I knew it would be fun talking halloween Aww. five with you i'm glad thank you so much for having me isaiah no problem anytime um <laughs> uh, but otherwise uh if there's nothing else uh once again we want to thank you guys for checking out this week's episode i will see you guys next week <laughs> had to i'm sorry This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time. Stay safe, campers.